0: how you build rivalries and that's how you build atmosphere.
1: Edwards three-pointer is good! This team is right
0: there with anybody else in, in the country. Corner! Corner! They are clicking on kind of a different level that we didn't um, that we didn't see this year.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Zone Star State Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Ishmael Johnson. And Ish, today we are joined by Grant McCaslin, the head coach of Texas Tech men's basketball. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great, fellas. Like old times. Good to catch up. Yes, yes. Always good to catch up. Um, Obviously, you know, you've had a busy offseason building this team, which we'll get to um, in a bit. Uh, Just, you know, with practices starting up and everything, what – what is this first week or so? What is all this like? And obviously you had the the summer where you get them a couple times a week and whatnot, but just what have you been, you know, kind of focusing on now that it's actually started up? Yeah. uh, You, you know what it is. Honestly, it's, it's about aligning
2: all the people together, right. And getting, um, initially it was about uh, just making sure that the right guys stayed as a part of the program and pouring our hearts into the guys that wanted to return and wanted to be a part of winning here at Texas tech. And that it's quite simple, really. I mean, our heart was really focused on that. And there was such a large gap between when the season ended and then when we were able to get here as a part of the team. So, you know, really felt for them in those moments and tried to connect and make sure that we did a great job of getting to know the guys and getting to know the people here. And then obviously putting together a staff has basically taken us, it took us through the summer. Um, but those were the, those are the big main focus uh, uh, parts of what we're doing.
0: I'm sure you've been asked this before, but you know, your name was thrown around previously other years for other jobs. Um, you know, what made this one the right time to move on, but also tech to make, to be your destination?
2: man I can't I can't even tell you that I had any clue any anticipation had no plan in regard to this I mean if you'd have told me we'd have been at North Texas for the rest of our lives I could have believed it I mean Bruni will tell you I mean our family was so connected there Um, my mom and dad my wife's mom and dad all of our my brothers and sisters my wife uh, her family, her brother, everybody around them. It was just everyone was there. My dad would come to practices. I mean, it really, I, I just didn't have plans to try to leave. And as much as people tried to convince my kids when we go to, when they go to school that we were moving, I would come on like, we're not moving anywhere. I don't know what to tell you. You know, like, this is, this is what we're doing. And everybody thinks they know. And even in regards to the Texas tech, tech process, I think people think they know it's not what people think. Um, It really isn't. So um, I think there was a sincerity there that we didn't have like a dream job. Um, But I did honestly believe that wherever we went was going to have the resources and the commitment to compete for national championships. And I, and I mean that sincerely because that was kind of our heart initially and everywhere we've been is like, who, who can align that part of it. And then, where where does it fit our family and where can we genuinely invest in the people around us in a way that we can believe in it? Like we genuinely want to be there. We love being a part of it. And this is it. I mean, it. I, I honestly didn't want to think that this could ever be an option. Why? Because I, I did have so much respect for the previous coaches here. You know, uh, we had a great relationship, you know, with with. Coach Tubby Smith, I mean, even back to the night days, there was so much respect. You look at what, um, obviously, Beard did and was tremendous and remarkable and miraculous in so many ways. And then Coach Adams had a great relationship with him. So it's like I wouldn't want – you know, I mean, there wasn't even a thought that this would be an option. I was hopeful that he would be here forever, you know. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just how it would work. But, you know, when things change and opportunities come about uh, now that this has happened – I can just tell you without a doubt, this is where we're supposed to be. There's no question in my heart. I mean, it's, it's clear. This is our purpose. This is, this is where we're supposed to impact and love people and, and be a part of what I think can be some really, really special years of basketball uh, here with the red Raiders and hopefully forever. Hopefully this is it, man. Like my kids love it. We, we, uh my, all my kids were born in Midland, so we're kind of West Texas-ish. Oh, you know, nice. my wife played soccer here for four years. My wife and I actually mar- got married uh, and started dating here in Lubbock um, back 99 to 01. So it just kind of has some like real deep ties and feels like it's was the right time. And I uh, couldn't tell you I even had any plan for this to even be a part of it. It honestly That's developed nice. kind of in a, in a quick, quick timing and, but was the right timing.
1: You mentioned, um, you know, getting guys to stay. And obviously that's the, that's the main goal whenever coaches take over is who's leaving, who's staying, uh, you get back four you know, quality players with pop Kerwin, Robert, Marion. Um, maybe I'm missing somebody, but, uh, with those guys, what was the pitch to get them to stay? How have you seen them, you know, buy in ever since then? Um, well, really, I met with the whole
2: team and, you know, the, what transpired was it was, I don't know, 1130 at night in Vegas and we win the NIT. And then the next thing you know, you're on a flight the next day and you're flying to meet, you know, in, in, with the team. And so we flew in, met with HR, met with the athletic director, and then went right into a team meeting and then had player meetings every 30 minutes on the hour from like 430 mm. Till after midnight it was like 1, 8, 1 30 was the last meeting and you know basically slept at the office mm. that first night and then the next morning at 9 a.m i had a player meeting with uh families and the players then so we started like i mean it just it was that quick man it was it was rolling yeah. and so um <clears throat> and you know you don't sleep when you're in those tournaments because you're trying to win them yeah and you know it was wild it was that wild so yeah to say that I had like a plan, I didn't have a plan in regards to the specific roster, just because I didn't even dive into it to that depth. Some people can sure. say, maybe they thought that we, we weren't doing any of it. You know, what we were trying to do is beat UAB in the championship mm-hmm. game. We were trying to beat Wisconsin. And when, when the Ross Hodge defense held Wisconsin scoreless for nine minutes, and it oh, gives man. you a chance, you know? And, um, so like just the uniqueness of the transition and the timing um the the, the discussions were really like all of them love texas tech and when i go talk to people about in the in our communities here i just tell them like hey the reason why these guys don't want to leave and nobody really wanted to leave Everybody was trying to stay in, in their own way and and it's a credit to the people here. I mean, the people here, I mean, our, we've we're, we've been sold out for some like eight years now. Um, we sold the most season tickets in schools history this year and we're sold out. I mean, people can't get tickets. I had somebody come to me and the other day and say, my son said he wanted to come watch you guys play in Austin and they live in Midland. So it's <laughs> two hours from here. I'm like, why do you want to go to Austin? He says cause you can't get tickets in yeah. Lubbock to the game you know like that's the kind of love and passion that's going on here and our guys understand that and feel it and that's what's unique and just to be able to have that kind of atmosphere behind you and of people that love you um so they all wanted to stay and then it was just a matter of finding out like as honest as I could and evaluating the team in a short amount of time told them what I really thought about their possibilities here were and then Mm -hmm. did it did they really want to win a championship or did they want to receive the accolades that go with winning you know maybe the 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 let's be honest too there's nil opportunities here that are remarkable you know for for the right people so did they want to be here for the nil for the the fame or did they really want to win and compete for a national championship. That was my heart. Like, let's figure this out. Like, see who really wants to be here. And it took us a while to get to it. Honestly, I mean, I, I tried to listen, and I got some great advice. I talked to all the former coaches here, and and talked to people that have mentored me, Coach Dickey, um, Coach Drew. Talked to a lot of people, and and mm-hmm. the, the best advice I got, and and it was consistent. Like, even even Coach Beard and Coach Adams was like, listen to them, you know, do less talking and do more listening, and they'll tell you what really is in their heart and what they really want. And so yeah. I try to do my best to be a great listener for the first few weeks and not try to necessarily tell them everything, but try to hear what they really want to be a part of. And then I tried to give it an honest evaluation and, and um, you know, feel really good, really good about mm-hmm. the guys that stayed. And one guy you didn't mention was Lamar Washington, yeah. who I think actually has a, legit shot at making a huge impact for us this year i mean everybody knows pop and i love, I love pop him. he's got he's got the energy he's got the competitiveness he can really shoot um his decision making just keeps improving we are playing faster Bruni. put that in the bank um we need I'm gonna to. Cash you
1: one of these one of these years i'm going to cash it coach
2: you should man, you should keep this yeah. one, and and you no. go watch our UAB game, and no, we, we yeah, pushed, no. we pushed it on. Them. Oh like yeah, we scored in transition, yeah. and and it made the difference in the game. I mean, it opens the game up. We just finally got Ruben Jones healthy. And, you know, that was kind of the key to that engine. Like, if Ruben's healthy, then you can play quick, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, um, so, but we were able to, and this team just, we've got great speed, man. Our, our, yeah. our, forwards have great speed. Our guards have great speed and we shoot the ball well. So it's, it's advantageous for us to win.
1: Uh, just real quick Um, yeah. yeah. Pop was one of our favorites last year to watch. So we're, we're excited to see um see him play this year. Oh, yeah.
0: Um before we get into some of the new guys you've added to the roster, you know, is you joked about the, the you joked about the tempo a little bit, but like is this gonna be your brand of basketball just transported to, to Lubbock Well, we've kind of got used to seeing at the super pit? Well
1: let's just hope the winning brand is <laughs> <There we go. laughs> you'll see. The winning is gonna translate. 30
0: wins. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so no, I mean I think what you know. What you know, and Bruni's seen us practice enough, so I'm like, this isn't, I mean, we're talking to the world here. We're really not talking right. to you guys. Um, the, the competitiveness and the physicality, the defense, the, the willingness to do all the little things, the rebounding, the charges, I mean, that's, that's what wins, right? And, and, and then you got to figure out what fits your team. That's what you have to figure out, and what what gives your team the best chance to win. And what we've always done, and this is what we did at North Texas, is we felt like we got to, had to give our team that team the best chance to win. And like I love the guys we've coached, but Zach Simmons, Thomas Bell, Javion Hamlet aren't winning foot races. They're not. You can put line them up and run the forty; they're not running fast forties. Like I don't know if you watched Thomas Bell run; he's a just maybe the most competitive, instinctual. Mover, yeah, laterally, off the floor, nose for the ball. Like I'm telling you, mother's credit, but if you watched him run an open court, it's not it's not great.
0: You know, and this
2: is just the truth. Like we he's he basically beat Purdue in the NCAA tournament defensively, you know, if you remember that. And then Javion Hamlet's just ownership and command of the game in the middle of the floor, like orchestrated it in such a fantastic way, right? Um, this team i'll tell you it just like we've got a lot of pieces and pops really fast with the basketball when you see him with the ball he's actually remarkably fast and not and you know Mm -hmm. some guys are loose fast they change directions a lot pops not he can really dribble it with one hand and 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 has really good just pace to push the basketball and y'all know this like being able to shoot threes in transition, we never really like that just because we felt like we needed to win with our defense. And and I, sure. I think our defense is gonna be good here. It'll always be a staple of Red Raider basketball. It'll always be a staple of how you win. But I do think we need to create opportunities and and when we've got numbers in our head now, we've done enough statistical analysis. We know what numbers we need to get in transition, we feel like to create that margin. And but you have to go every time. And and we're we're we are gonna to plan to push i don't know about our makes but i do know we'll we will push tempo on misses and that that i think will create enough of those margins that will you, we won't be last mm. I, I promise you that <laughs> we won't be last sure. because i don't i don't feel like it gives us the best chance to win i mean not because right. it's not a good way to play it's just it, it, it's not advantageous to our team
1: yeah um this transfer portal class that you were able to get obviously when assembling this team, uh, I was really impressed by it. Just you go down the, the list of names, and you know, people who follow Texas Tech will already know the names. But uh, if you get into it, just you know, Warren Washington in particular is is a guy who I am excited to see. Joe Tous- Toussaint Toussaint um, as well. What did you, what have you seen from these guys from the portal, and how how well was it like recruiting in the portal now at, at Texas Tech?
2: Yeah, good question. Um, so the one thing that you all know about us is that we really value people who are willing to do all the little things to win. Like, what does that look like? How do you do it? What, what translates to winning and what are those characteristics? And usually the best way to do it is recruit guys that have won. So everybody, every, every transfer we've gotten all played in the NCAA tournament last year, every one of them. And so then they come here with the mentality like that wasn't good enough. You know, like how do we win in the NCAA tournament? And a few guys did win games um, in the NCAA tournament last year. The two Arizona State transfers that you mentioned, one of them um, being Warren Washington, is the best vertical athlete that I've coached as a head coach uh, at his position. I mean, literally, you can throw it up in a lot of different ways, and he'll go get it and and finish around the rim. He's a, he's a he's a good shot blocker. It's mm-hmm. not like a every possession going to go smash people off the glass. I mean, he but he's got great rim presence defensively. Um he's willing to be coached. Uh his teammate Devin Cambridge maybe is the maybe's the best runner jumper I've ever coached. Like crazy great athlete, man. I mean just I mean, he's in that James Reese category of explosiveness off the court, off the ground. I mean, really explosive, high energy, great dude. He'll 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 he's got a competitive energy to him that that's infectious to practice as he shows up ready to practice. I mean, he'll he'll be kind of banged up with a knee, but he'll come in there ready to go. He's he's. And so I just love that combination because those guys played in the NCAA tournament. They know each other. They're familiar. They're not coming in here with a false reality of what wins i mean like i got a text from devin cambridge today he's like coach i love you man i just want you to know that like well, i'm going to do whatever it takes to, it's an off day and just says i was just thinking about you i wanted to send you this text i'm going to do whatever it takes to help the team win you know it's just like those are the guys that you can win with um joe Toussaint obviously had great experience he played probably his best game in the united supermarkets arena here of the season and uh you know i'll tell you where he's good he's, he's got a he's got a real nose for the ball defensively He's competitive on that. And we needed somebody that can guard the ball. You've seen our teams play the JJ Murray's they changed the game for us. And if you can get somebody like that, they can go up there and guard the ball. I mean, it's a game changer and we feel like he can be that for us, but he's also got the ability to get in the paint anytime he wants. And then, you know, just the, the rest, the rest of the transfers, um, Uh, specifically Darian Williams, when you look at him. I mean, he's Mountain West uh, freshman of the year and led them in rebounding as a freshman and played over 30 minutes a game. I mean, that's crazy. And, And that part is like, Okay, if you're playing as a freshman over 30 minutes and you lead your team in rebounding, you know what the heck you're doing. I mean, that's that's not easy to do. And he just makes all the right plays. The three to one assist to turnover ratio. If you ask me, who was probably the most productive player? And that just because he's such an elite rebounder and he's shot our best percentage from three on our team this this fall and this summer in in, in scrimmages. I mean, like he's really been. Hugely impactful. And then the last one, but not the least one. I mean, Chance McMillan is a 40% free throw shooter and he is the best athlete on our team. I'm talking like above the rim, crazy talent. He doesn't necessarily put it in play every time because he's a, he's more of a cautious player. He wants to do right and so he's real coachable. So we need to unleash that a little bit on him on the defensive end where he's just relentless in his approach. But he went six for six in a scrimmage the other day from three when we were playing up and down. Yeah. I mean, he can really shoot it, and he's a phenomenal teammate. And and he's one of those guys that at Grand Canyon every year played more minutes at the end than at the beginning every year. So what does that mean? He's just the dude wants to win, and he wants to do whatever you want to win, and he always gets better. So, like, I just love those guys. They're all under the radar, like all kind of had, like, more role than they did like major contributors at their yeah. place but all of them played such a significant role in winning and they get here and they feel that they fill that void and I think that's why we'll have think's why we'll have a good team
0: yeah. Uh, looking a little bit at the, the Big 12, you know, you come you came from Conference USA, which was in and of itself uh, a tough conference, obviously FAU making the Final Four and um, UAB, you guys in UAB, or I guess not you guys anymore, UNT and UAB uh, making the, the NIT Final. You know, how much did that prepare you kind of not being able to have that? Uh, quote-unquote the no days off type of scheduling because you look at the Big 12 now you add a Houston you add a Cincinnati there's going to be there's no there's not not many of these gimme games but similarly there wasn't that in Conference USA either
2: yeah when you're comparing just conference level I mean it was the best Conference USA had been in a long time uh that's that you can't deny that um and then you know like just for example I mean FAU ended up beating a Big 12 team you know, to go to the final four. So you're just talking about, you just, it just, just in reference to the big 12. I mean, it's what we're doing, you know? And so like, you you can watch those games and you can translate what really it is. You don't have to guess. You can just go like, this is what it looked like. This is what we played against. This is what it is, you know, and you can just look at our numbers. I mean, we were a top 30 team in the country last year um, and basically every way to measure it, you know, and, and, um, So, long story short, uh, the one thing that we did the last few years, and you know this, we we made the non-conference schedule better, which I think we've tried to do here. And I think that's important. I think it is important. We need to get better home games. We need to get better. We need to get pushed. But the Big 12 is going to be hard enough. And I think the mentality and the one thing that we've always committed ourselves to is this is the mentality that I know we're gonna have to have? Is like just how do we get better? Let's let's just not be resu- results oriented, uh, you know, in this league. You, you just have to be consumed with your improvement and your ability to improve your team, and that's gonna be our focus, really. It mm-hmm. is. I mean, like you, the moment you start looking at maybe you play good and somebody else did just didn't shoot it well that night. I mean, I, you gotta look at really look like did you make it hard on them to get the shots that you wanted them to take and did you get the shots you wanted and then just like live in the process of how you get better every day and then let the result be what it is because you you guys know and we're competitive enough it ain't gonna be it's gonna be a fight to us now I mean we're gonna sure. we're gonna play the game to win it we're gonna approach every practice to win there's gonna be no confusion in regard to what winning looks like in this program but there's also gonna be an obsession with our ability to get better and that gonna be what we're gonna
1: identify with more so than just the result yeah yeah anything else ish
0: no that's it i guess uh what's it like being uh my last one what's it like being in the same coaching area as krista gerlich and joey mcguire like do you have to keep your energy up now always or what? what's that kind of like is it yelling just everywhere yeah i was about to say this just yelling <laughs> going on at the athletic department
2: well um two things one you know coach gerlich and i were in the same league when she was at uh west yeah Texas. uta and, and then I was at Midwestern State. No, fair, prior to that prior to that. This is our, our D2 days. We were both in the league and we both won the league when we were yeah. in. It. And so mm-hmm. I always respect her. I was like, man, these, they are so tough, and they just beat everybody bad. I mean, they were like 130 games. We went 31-3 yeah. and three in our first year, and they were like laughing at 31 wins. I mean, they were yeah. like – they were really, really good. They were used to winning. And so I've always respected her. And then the UTA time frame when we were in the same league, Arkansas State, slash then North Texas being in the Metroplex. So yeah. just really – I just think she's awesome. I mean, she's a great coach. She's a great person. She cares about people. We're going to win here. I think they've got their best team that they've had. since she's been here, which I'm excited about. Um, And then Coach McGuire, Joey, and I've gotten close. I love him. I really do. I just – our football team is going to be good. Now, we've had Mm -hmm. a tough start, and we're probably two possessions – we'd be three and one as opposed to one and three. And you know, the big 12, it's like the same thing we talked about. It's unforgiving at this mm-hmm. league football's unforgiving injuries are unforgiving. Like you just have to have a mentality. That you're going to get better. And I was in the trainer room actually on Sunday and they probably are the most beat up they've been, you know, just obvious reasons, you know, yeah. QB one goes down, um, with that break. And he's in the trainer room on Sunday and we talked Saturday night slash Sunday morning, um, for a few minutes but he's hugging everybody and i'm like this is who i would want my kid to play so i want jet to play for i want to mm-hmm. i want him to play for joey mcguire you know what i mean because yeah. he like genuinely cares and he's a freaking really good football coach he he won at cedar hill and and won state championship and They they were they weren't good like that and he he won a bunch of them and obviously he coached in college and he knows what he's doing man he's really good like really really he knows what he's he's as good as it gets and so i'm <laughs> thrilled to be working with them and,
1: and to, uh, just play my small part. Yeah. That's always the the way to get coach McCaslin going is to uh, start talking football with him. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> love ish, it, man. Ish Ish. he would ask me every day, be like, so, so what's, what's happening on the football side, man? What's just, what's happening? <laughs> I'm like, coach, I got like 20 things to ask you about this basketball team. Right, <laughs> right.
2: right.
0: <laughs>
1: I tell you what, man. There's nothing like
2: there's nothing like college football on a Saturday morning, man. It's something different, man. When you wake up, my daughter said it to us. She's like, "Dad, I can't wait for football just because it sounds better." I'm like, "Me too." And you know what that means? Basketball is closer. It just brings it's the whole thing. All fits together. It's beautiful, yes. man. I yeah. love it. I love our football team. We've got. We've. I'm telling you, this the best days of Texas Tech athletics are 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 ahead of us. It, I really believe it. I really believe it
1: that's cool well, all right coach um
0: oh did we lose him
2: man i'm, I'm if, if we lost him and he didn't give me any technical questions i'm really disappointed man i thought like, brony asked me like how are we gonna hedge how are we gonna guard the middle third action on back screens and <laughs> ball screens and we lost him Usually... this is like the most the, the time i would have given him the hardest time but i will tell you we are excited we got it we got an exhibition game and um we're playing AM at North Texas, which I'm really Actually, excited yeah. about. And then UNT and Sam Houston State are playing before us. Um, I'm going to answer it have... so we can finish this question. No, let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, you froze. I'll answer your question. I was about to say, no, here. this is
0: all staying in, by the way. We're all keeping this in.
2: What's your question? I'll answer it live real quick, and then, <laughs> and then it'll be done. Yeah, well, good man. Well, you know, I enjoyed being with both of you. Thanks for having me on. I was just telling about the North Texas uh, venue game where North Texas yep. is playing Sam Houston State, um, in at the end of October. So everybody, come out to that. We're playing. Um, we're playing uh, A&M. So excited to get that one on the schedule. And you know, I can't wait to to be back in the Super Pit and watch Coach Hodge in his oh, debut. Yeah. Man, I, I like begged for that one man we begged for that one i wanted i was gonna say
0: so i was gonna say uh i've messed with coach hodge about this uh did you only agree to go back to the super pit if you didn't have to play against north texas and coach hodge
2: (laughs) yes sure why not let's just say that that's not necessarily all the truth but you know what i mean i'm like i love those guys i love you Bruni. you know i love having love love being on um i just you know, we believe, I believe in those guys. You sure, know that. sure, I mean, and, and I think anything we can do to support them and promote them and bring attention, uh, to, to, to that program. And then people in the Metropex to be able to watch, uh, the red Raiders play. That's always great for us. We have such a great alumni base in that area. So it was a win-win for everybody. I hope. And, um, and, you know, I'll, I'll always uh, be happy to be a part of this too. So you guys, uh, oh, yeah. look forward to doing this and, and, uh, you know, we'll see you. We'll see you soon.
0: Yeah, appreciate you, Coach.
2: All right, thanks. them.